ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. David Gilroy from the three. 
that's an interesting comparison. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. that coming. I'm going to be honest with you. That's yeah. a team that played in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah. That was the year when the turf like came out yeah. in yeah. the uh, in the end zone. You were on yeah. that team, so uh -huh. it's uh, it's interesting to hear you draw that comparison. Oh yeah, that's high price. Yeah. Oh yeah. Defensively, mm -hmm. uh, we, we knew some of the guys, right? There's eight brand new starters in comparison to week one a year ago. Six right. overall that had never started a college football game. Mm -hmm. We know what the Isaiah Mullins, the Keanu Bentons, the Nick Herbigs are capable of. Who stood out to you tonight, Chris, uh, that maybe even in that linebacker right. core, which I know you yeah. know that position oh, so yeah. well, you played in it, in oh, it yeah. obviously, under head coach Paul Chris. What do you make of uh, some of those new guys that were starting defensively tonight? Man, I think uh, Muma had a really yeah, good yeah, game. Yeah, he did. He, he had he a did. really strong game. He had a really good game. Uh, Jordan Turner had a good game. And um, I'm going to go with uh, Kamoy Latu, the transfer from yep. Utah. Man, not even on defense, but also on special teams. He was just setting the tone of that when you play the Wisconsin Badgers, you're going to get hit in the mouth. And I think that that's something that he's adapted to very well and, and something that he brings to the team without a doubt. Like, man, he, he brought so much energy just to play, yeah. which I think is, is so important to a team, especially a defense. Uh, Mamo finishes with eight tackles. He led yeah. the way, led oh, yeah. the game with oh, eight yeah. tackles, yeah. Uh, which was a, a nice performance. And he's got such a cool story. Heard a couple yeah. of years ago, and I watched uh, the camp. I don't know if you've been mm -hmm. watching that, Colin yeah. and, and Chris, the camp that's been coming out. The Wisconsin produced. It's essentially uh, hard knocks, yeah, but the exactly. Wisconsin version. Yep. And they released the final episode a couple days ago, and it dove deeper into Mamo's mm -hmm. story, right? He was hurt. He thought he might not even play football again, yeah. let alone here in the season opener. He leads uh, the team in tackles with eight total uh, tonight. So su certainly a super cool story. Uh, Colin, same question to you, man. Like, what was the big takeaway tonight? And, you know, going into this game, I, I kind of had the same thoughts as Chris. Like, what were you going to see mm -hmm. from this defense? There's a lot of new guys, especially that linebacker position, yep. those inside linebackers. There are a couple new faces in there. How are they going to uh, respond? And the beginning of the game, they kind of were working out some kinks. Mm -hmm. You could definitely see that. You know, they, the running game, namely for Illinois State, had a couple good plays here mm -hmm. and there. And then you're thinking, that Torchio interception and that yeah. Torchio sack off the edge, they really kind of set the tone and kind of mm -hmm. get them settled in. You know, the energy's sort of flowing after those big-time plays like that. That's really when they started to settle in. Yep. I was really impressed to see how they kind of settled in and uh, got into their own with comfortability throughout the game. It's going to be a process. It's going to be a week-by-week -week thing, you know, making sure everybody's playing with each other. There's a lot of transfers in here. Yep. There's a lot of new faces. There's a lot of guys who haven't really been around this sort of scheme in, in, in any year before this. So this is something that you kind of have to build week by week. Yep. And I was really happy with what you saw because they, Illinois State, they came ready to play in the beginning yeah, of the well, game. Yeah. They sure did. You got to get it. Man, that's something that people always underestimate when you play against um, maybe these group of five teams or yeah. FCS teams. Like, man, they they have some really good football players. They're still, like, they're still college football yeah, players. Yeah, like, right. like the difference between um, some of those guys going to Illinois State as opposed to Wisconsin is like, man, maybe he just wasn't tall enough coming out of high school. Sure. Or, Maybe he wasn't heavy enough coming out of high school, but he's still a really good football player. Like, there's not a big difference in <laughs> in those levels. Like, that's why you see people from North Dakota State going in the first round of the draft. Like, he's a good football player. He just blossomed late maybe. Like, there's so many different factors that go into why you maybe didn't get to a Power 5 school. So I think that it's always a little unfair when sometimes people see the scores of these games and they're shocked. And I'm like, man, this is this isn't a rollover team. Yeah, like, no they're kidding. coming out here to play football. And you have, you have an interesting perspective, right, Chris? Because you were heavily recruited. Mm -hmm. uh, no secret about that. Out of DeSoto, Texas, mm -hmm. playing in one of the, uh, in the best high school football uh, state in the country. Where were you? Were you recruited to any of these FCS schools? I imagine they were calling you, but like, was it always Wisconsin for you? How did your recruitment play? Um, I didn't get any FCS schools. I got um, I got North Texas. I got a couple of like group of five schools, sure. but uh, no FCS. But man, now, honestly, like. 
even even me myself, like I remember getting recruited by Iowa and them telling me like, man, we don't see you as a Big Ten backer. Like, really? You probably wow. come and play safety. For How about us. that? Yeah. How's that for a chip on the shoulder? Oh yeah, oh yeah, exactly. They pushed me to come here even more. Man, I hate Iowa. <laughs> they wanted anyway. to change it to safety, huh? Yeah, yeah, but it's just like even little things like that. Like I could have easily been, you know, at Kansas. I could have easily been at University of North Texas. Sure. Purely because like there's just some schools that's just like man we don't think you're tall enough or big enough to play backer here. I I, I didn't know that about you. Oh, yeah. I, re I remember when you committed because mm -hmm. it was a big deal and that that's really mm -hmm. when the like the recruitment and the commitment on Twitter was yeah. a big thing. Oh yeah. And I remember when you committed, everybody was pumped, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And uh, and you know a Texas guy, mm -hmm. three star I think you were right, yeah, right? I think it was that, a three. three yep. star. And it was like oh boy we got ourselves a linebacker, <laughs> right? And uh, so that's that's interesting to hear that part of your story. I oh, guess yeah. I didn't realize the Iowa oh, aspect yeah. of that. So. Oh, yeah. Was that your favorite opponent to play? Oh, yeah. Just because Without of the chip they added on your Without shoulder? Without a doubt. The, oh, the chip fun. and also just that I love playing Iowa just because, like, to me this is real football. Like, this is the grind your teeth. We're playing football. This is throwback football that I was raised on. I was raised on old school ball, man. Yeah. Like, you know we're running the ball. Stop it. And this is going to be a, a battle of field possession. Like, this is going to be a battle of uh, game management, making the big play at the right moment. Like, I, I love those type of games, without a doubt. Colin Russo, an incredible broadcaster. Your recruitment story, very similar to Chris's. Very I similar. You know, I had a couple. <laughs> I had a couple schools brought me in. They said we didn't think you were a big time broadcaster. We wanted to change you to play by play <laughs> sideline reporter, and I wasn't cool with that. That's like you know, it's one of those things. Give add a chip on my shoulder, so I came in, refined my craft, and here we are in, in a bar in Wisconsin after the game. There yeah. we go. Well, then, where would you rather be? Where would you, where rather, would you rather be? be surrounded it? by red. As, as we are. Sideline reporting somewhere else. I'd rather be here. At the <laughs> University of North Texas. Uh, yeah. I think they played yesterday. Now, nonetheless, we are live at the Silver Eagle in Bonona having a blast. Chris Orr, Callan Russo, Alex Strope with you. Uh, save money and save the planet. That's always a good sentence to lead with. i got to tell you about our friends over at Everlight Solar. Save money, save the planet. It's simple. Ditch your energy bill and make the switch over to Everlight Solar. Electricity prices just keep rising. And Everlight Solar will give you the chance to take ownership of your power while also redoing, reducing rather your carbon footprint. As a local company based out of Madison, they will be there with you every single step of the way as you make the switch to solar. To learn more about how you can save money and save the planet, check out everlightsolar.com. That's everlightsolar.com. We will roll on. we got to get into, I, I mentioned uh, when Chris committed, Twitter blew up. Mm -hmm. Well, every time Wisconsin plays a football game, Twitter blows yeah. up. Oh, we yeah. will go through, through some tweets of the game. That's next <laughs> at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Wisconsin College Game Day rolls on. We're live at the Silver Eagle in Monona. I'm Alex Strofe alongside former Badgers linebacker, current director of player development. The man, best hair in the radio game, may I add. <laughs> We're not on TV, but you got some great hair. Chris Orr with us. Of course, you're the man. Uh, who else is the man? Eh, maybe not quite there yet. Colin Russo with me as well. He's, he just keeps poking my Poking my buttons, man. Uh, yeah, you deserve you'll it. Be the man, you'll be the man someday, but today's not that day. Uh, uh, as we roll on here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day here at the Silver Eagle 
in Minota. Got to tell you about our friends over at Liberty Station American Tavern in Smokehouse. With this, it isn't just a barbecue restaurant. They've got fish fries, they've got walleye, they've got vegetarian options. They're available, and they have a menu that is sure to please everyone. Liberty Station smokes their meats daily. Get this, with a 1,000-gallon, 1,000-gallon custom smoker. One, that's a lot of gallons. 1,000-gallon custom smoker, giving you the freshest experience possible. Enjoy happy hour with daily discounts on both food and drinks at their large bar with 20 draft taps and multiple TVs to watch the big game. They've got a sprawling patio. It's awesome, with an indoor and outdoor porch area as well. Be sure to mention this. Cheers to Bucky. Again, cheers to Bucky. To your bartender, to your server, whoever. Cheers to Bucky. You get 15% off all food. Cheers to Bucky at Liberty Station off the Beltline on Rim Rock Road. Alex Drove, Colin Russo, Chris Orr with you. Hunter Vaughn running the show back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. DJ Stanek in the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all studios at Radio City in Milwaukee. And it's time now to get into the tweets of the game. Fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Let's yeah. see what the trolls were saying. Yeah, Here are today's tweets of the game on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Hunter Vaughn, he's a trooper. I'll tell you what, Hunter Vaughn is a trooper. Throughout, as he watches the game, he goes through Twitter on the game. He finds the outrageous tweets, the good tweets, and all the in-betweens. He caters them for us, reads them to us, and we will react. Hunter, take it away. Starting off like we usually do in this segment, a tweet about the Badgers passing game early in the game. Eric Ackerman, Badgers oh passing game off to a hot start. Perfect ball, drop. <laughs> it's a good tweet. I mean, it, it was an unfortunate start, as Colin referenced a few times, right? He should have been like 13 of 13, Graham Mertz should have been to start yeah. the game. Had the drop, then rattled off like 12 straight completions, whatever. It, 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 I don't know the exact number, but something in that area. Um, yeah, sounds about right for Wisconsin's passing game. It's a funny tweet. I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah, I give it a thumbs down. The passing game got off to a really hot start right yeah. after that. I don't like the sarcasm behind that one. I, I, I thought that uh, uh, the passing game showed some promise tonight. I don't know about that. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm being a little too much of an optimist here. but I, I, I You think are I, an optimistic guy. I, it's the first game of the season. That's what you're supposed yeah. to be. You're excited about what you see. You haven't seen the humps in the road yet. I like yeah, what I saw. Yeah, I give that I, a thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'm there going double go. thumbs down. Uh, one, just because, stop hating on the players, man. Leave them alone, man. Yeah, leave them alone. The ball. You can't go catch that ball. Whoever tweeted this, you can't go catch that, man. Can't. You can't go they do can't. that. You probably wouldn't have been open. I want Graham Mertz to throw it, me a couple passes. That's all I'm saying. Chris, <laughs> you, you say that. Leave the players alone. Is there like a tweet or a Facebook post or something on social media when you uh -huh. were playing that bothered you? Do you remember like any tweet or, or uh, oh, you know, yeah, comment that sure. stood out? For like, sure. does any does any one of them stick sure. out that you'd like to Man, share? Um, my first Big Ten game we played against Iowa. I got a 15 yarder because uh, every quarterback does. It. I don't know if you picked up in uh, the Illinois State game. Their quarterback tried to do it. You run into the sideline and then he slows down really quick. And Try to get that steps out. Yep. So I pushed them, and it was on their sideline. They threw 15 yard on me. And some guy was like, uh, Crystal is an idiot or something like that. I don't know. It's something like that. Yeah. And, um, no, it's always just funny to me because I'm just like, man, like, I don't know. You're the same people that, are, like, are cheering these people's yeah. names. Like, I'm out like, here. I'm, the act, worst I'm out critic. here. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're the worst critic and the biggest fan at the same time. Like, you got to pick a side and stay there, man. Like, if you're going if you're gonna talk about the Wisconsin Badger football team, don't call yourself a fan. <laughs> like, do not call yourself a fan, especially if you're – I don't know. I just don't like the going after, like, individual players. Like, I think it's cool to say, like, oh, like – 
we didn't play that well today or whatever. Like, even if you use more explicit words, but I don't like going after anybody. Colin, I'll, I'll be the one to break the news to Chris. You're going to really hate working with me then. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna break the news now. I'm gonna get after some guys. You're gonna have to get used to it. That's you can tell right. me I'm an idiot, like that That's guy right. did to you on Twitter. That's all right. I I I'm just like uh, I don't know. I always think of like criticize the play, not the player. Mm. That's always what I think of. That's good philosophy. Yeah, man. The play, I like not it. The player. Hunter, what's next? Well, we are going to be going after a specific player with this <laughs> oh, next tweet. Oh, here we go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, now, now let's have some fun. Bucky oh, Truther tweeted, in case you don't know ball, comma, Mertz will never be a good football player. There's a, oh. quotes it factor for everyone, and he doesn't have it and never has. He I just, will I, never be good. I just alluded to Chris Orr's hair and how I wish we were on TV, but you should have seen us midway through you reading that, Hunter. We all just did yeah. the thumbs-down signal. It's not true. Graham Mertz yeah. looked awesome tonight. Like, yeah. I, I, as much as I criticized the guy and get after the guy, I didn't learn anything new about him. I didn't think he, mm-hmm. he showed me he's ready for an opponent like mm-hmm. Ohio State, but he looked awesome. Yep. Like, he did look good. I, I, I will admit that. Uh, it's a thumbs-down. Graham Mertz is a good football player. Yeah. He's just not great. Yeah, you can't generalize like that. You can't talk yeah. about being a good football player. The it factor comment, that's another thing. You know, certain mm-hmm. quarterbacks have that. That's a very subjective comment. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But you're talking about being a good football player. Mm-hmm. He's there. He's on the field. Yeah. He, he exactly. did something right exactly. along the way. Like, it, to, to generalize like that is completely yeah. – and he's talking about if you don't know ball. Like, really, like, how can you say this that? Guy that, that yeah, and, this guy doesn't know ball. Yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And then circle back like that, making that type of general comment. You could talk yeah. about relative, like maybe he's not the best quarterback mm-hmm. out there. That's one thing. But saying he's not a good player, that's, that's a nonsensical Man, tweet. what a horrible take by <laughs> Bucky's there we go. liar. I'm not going to call him Bucky's truth, whatever his yeah. true name is. <laughs> What a Bucky's full take, of crap, man. right? Yeah, Bucky's <laughs> full of crap. First of all, Graham Mertz is one of the highest-rated quarterbacks coming out of high school. This guy what? has the arm talent that not many quarterbacks have. Second of all, playing quarterback at Wisconsin is not easy. Like you're in a true pro scheme. I don't think people understand that. Like, man, when we, like when we play against Ohio State, like I remember playing against like Justin Fields and all of them. Like they get to the line. They do a hard count, what you call is a look-look. They'll do a hard count, they look to the sideline, and their coach is telling them the best play call to run because they see that we're in some specific coverage, and the coach is essentially playing Madden with them. Yep. When you're in a pro scheme, like you get one call, you get a kill, and you have to go out there and you have to read on the fly and make your decision for yourself. Nobody else is making this decision. You don't get to look to the sideline and ask for another play because by the time you break the huddle, there's only like 15, 20 seconds left anyway. So being in a pro scheme is so much harder than going to Oregon back in the day and putting up crazy numbers. And, like, I think that's why you see even some of these guys at the next level, they, they can't make that adjustment because yeah. you're going from uh, playing 707 essentially to a pro scheme. Like, man, there's so many more moving parts that people don't understand at all. That's why you see that with the Ohio State guys, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah, t- totally. It takes them a, a, yeah. a little bit to get used exactly, to that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Colin, I will say, you're good at getting after me, but Chris just says it so eloquently. He's like, <laughs> hey, you're wrong, but here's why, Alex. Yeah. Right? Like, you put it in such a, a nice way. But you're right, so we're way too hard on Graham Mertz is essentially mm-hmm. your point. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Graham's a good quarterback, man. He's a good quarterback. Like, 
I think that it's it's hard for people to accept that because uh, I can't. Is well, he, well, here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing about being he's a good. Like, he's just thing. not great. What, what was your expectation? He was. He's not. He's not. He a came Heisman. out through five touchdowns against he, Illinois. He, I, he blew the roof I off the that. expectations. Game, game one. It's unfortunate. Game. It's, it's like, unfortunate. It's, it's like people are expecting a like a Joe Burrow Heisman season oh, yeah. every week. He's a four-star like, quarterback. Oh, yeah. Of course he's, you are. Man, no, you're not. What do you mean? The only one guy's had a Joe Burrow season. What are you talking about? This guy's gonna come out and Joe Burrow threw like sixty. He had the greatest. He had the greatest season in college football history. I didn't even talk about myself. So my first uh, real experience playing like a full game at Wisconsin, I had my career high and never touched it again. And that was my freshman year. Even though I was a much better player my senior year and I made probably more impact plays, but statistically I never touched that amount of tackles in a game again. So you empathize with Graham. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's not his fault. He had an amazing game, game one. Now everybody expects us to be – I don't know who they thought we were going to be. Like, we're still going to be Wisconsin. We're still going to run the ball. Right. Like, right? Was he supposed to have a bad game his yeah, first exactly. career game so we could, like, acknowledge the growth more, like, adequately? Yes. Like, yeah, I so mean, yeah, it would have been more fair. I agree. We like, wouldn't be so hard on a, him if that a, wasn't the case. As a fan, it is kind of annoying to have that terrific of a game mm-hmm. of a debut like that yes. and kind of level off a little bit the next right. two years. But at the end of the day, you have your good game or you don't. Like, right. it's sort of like, what are you supposed to do? He had a terrific game. It was in an empty stadium. Mm-hmm. And it was his first game of his of his life at this level. Like, it's yeah. what are, what are you oh, supposed yeah. to do? Like, and also, like, man. Like after that game, he probably got such a big target on his back. Like this, those teams probably started changing up their coverages so much. They started mixing things up, and having to adjust to that as a young guy is super hard to do, especially playing quarterback. First of all, playing quarterback as a young guy is hard, no matter the scheme. Yeah. Period. Fair. It's fair. I, I'm still going to criticize him though, Chris, as, <laughs> uh, as, as eloquently as you put that. Hunter, we got time for one more. Well, I'm so glad that you guys specifically referred to Graham Mertz as being good because I found an account that is literally Graham Mertz is good. And they followed go. me back, yes. by the way, so I'm so oh, happy Oh, good. Happy that. to hear that. Happy to hear that. Good but job. Graham Mertz is good said, genius move by Illinois State to limit Mertz's play in the first quarter to three. <laughs> Can't let the lion loose if he's stuck in his cage. <laughs> Thumbs up, man. Thumbs yeah. up. Why not? Why not? That's, that's amazing. <laughs> Why not? I love that. I love that. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, double thumbs up on that one. Is Green Mertz is good. She's not amazing. It's not great. I hope we see that greatness we saw against Illinois a couple of years back sometime later, in, preferably against Ohio State. We're going to see it, man. We're going to yeah, see it, man. Graham's a warrior. We're going to see it. We'll see. Not many people can take this much criticism and keep coming out. Uh, I've never seen I will say, Chris, as unfair that. as it is. Oh, yeah. And I will always admit it's unfair. Mm-hmm. But I have never seen a Wisconsin player criticize the yeah. amount Graham Mertz is. Like, it, it is actually unprecedented. Yeah. That's why people don't know. Like, man, you don't do it for the fans, man. You don't play this game for the fans because they're going to turn on you quick. You, you anyway. do it for the team. Yeah, you yeah. do it for the team. It's amazing. Uh, Chris Orr, Kyle Russo, Alex Strope with you. We're live at the Silver Eagle in Monona at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're brought to you in part by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. And big just got even bigger. Starting pay at Stoughton Trailers now $18 per hour minimum. Minimum! Hundreds of median openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for both first and second shift opportunities. For open positions, which include assemblers, welders, forklift drivers, and more, go to stojobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big 
opportunities. I'm actually really enjoying this conversation around criticism of college athletes. Oh, yeah. um, I'd like to get a little bit deeper into that next. I'd also like to talk about six years ago today, Chris. Oh, yeah. You played at Lambeau Field against uh-huh. LSU. It was a terrific game. I remember it so well. I was working in the lids, the hat store, oh, wow. up the road from Lambeau Field at that uh-huh. point. So I'd like to get into that game a little bit okay. as we reflect on that memory from six Sounds years good. ago. We'll do it next at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Wisconsin College Game Day as we roll on. We're live at the Silver Eagle in Monona. I'm Alex Strofe alongside former Badgers linebacker, current director of player development, Chris Orr. Callan Russo with us as well. Hunter Vaughn running the show back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. As uh, we continue, continue to talk around criticism because I was very intrigued uh, by something Chris Orr said last segment, and that was People are too high, hard on the players. Be hard on the play, not the players. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yes, maybe my criticism of Graham Ertz, a little too rude, but sometimes it's deserved. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Um, but you reflected on, on, on when you played, right? Like mm-hmm. you had a, a, a 15-yard penalty against Iowa. Somebody says you suck. You see that. You're like, ah, damn it, chip on the <laughs> shoulder now. Um, it's, it's fascinating to hear players' perspective mm-hmm. because, you know, when I'm saying it, I don't mean it personally. Oh, I, don't think, sure. I don't think Graham Mertz is a bad person, sure. right? But, you know, I would like to see more out of him. Not specifically tonight. I thought he was great tonight. Right. But, you know, when we get to Ohio State in a couple of weeks, I imagine it'll be a game where Graham Mertz is asked to throw the ball 30 times because you're playing from behind, and we will likely see some things against a, you know, I, how I phrased it in the pregame show earlier today, is I look at the college football landscape this year as Alabama, Ohio State, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. I think Ohio State is just in a tier of their own. So it's going to be a tough game, and we're going to have to see a lot of Graham Mertz. And that's why I'd like to see it in one of these first three games, him really airing it out and letting him just operate like they're playing from behind. Right. We won't see it. It's not Wisconsin's brand. You've alluded to it. Mm-hmm. But the criticism of Graham Mertz comes in so heavily, mm-hmm. A, because of the game he started off with against Illinois a couple of years yeah. back, and B, because we haven't seen him replicate that performance. Right. It, it, do you find it anywhere near realistic for what I would like to see? Do you think it's anywhere near realistic of Graham Mertz in the next two games against Washington State and New Mexico State for him to throw the ball, let's say, 25 times? Do you think that's realistic at all? No, I don't think that's realistic. Okay, thanks for being honest. Honestly, I think that (laughs) – I think if you ever see a Wisconsin quarterback throw the ball 25-plus times in a game, like, we did not have a good game. You know, and – That's a good point. That's just good football. Like, we're a team that – we know we're operate like a machine. We're gonna play good defense. We're gonna try to get some turnovers. We're gonna run the ball, eat up the clock. We're gonna play. We're gonna play with good field possession all game, and like all of those things coming together, get you a win. Like if you can win those categories, you're gonna win the game. And we don't need you as a quarterback here to be. You don't have to be Superman for us. We don't yeah. want you to. At the end of the day, because if you are like, and especially those programs that you know that's happening, that's where you see those games. It's like, oh, they won like 56-49. Yeah. It's like this is not good football. That's not yeah. good football. I would love to see a, I would love to see a 28-17, 28-14 win whenever we get to play in Ohio State. Like to me, that's a good game. Yeah. You don't want to see like a 49-42 win or something like that. Like that's not 
That's not good football. And when you throw that much from our perspective, especially, it means you're straight away from the game plan. Yes. It means you didn't really play to the way you wanted to play going exactly. into the game. Yep. And there, but there's one thing to it. There's going to be a game or two this year if you really want to compete at the highest level mm -hmm. that he's going to need to be throw the ball a little yep. bit. You're going to have a game where you're down two scores early, mm -hmm. and you're going to really going to need to make a couple plays when they're stacking eight nine in the box. Yep. It's gonna. You're gonna need a couple of that, and if you see it, then then that's when you get really happy about yeah. what your team. For sure, for sure. Interesting. Uh, you know, I uh, I'm stuck on Mertz. I'm still stuck. <laughs> I'll keep going back to it. I thought he played great tonight, but against Illinois State, I guess I just don't know. And, and you know, I think why I'm so stuck on Mertz is this stat, Chris. And I don't know if you've heard me say this. I've been I've been rifling this stat off for the last 24 hours. <laughs> Hunter Vaughn, who's running the show for us, me and him were doing some research yesterday. And we found this statistic. When Graham Mertz throws over 30 passes, mm -hmm. he started 22 games for Badgers, now 23. When he throws over 30 passes, he's 0-6, mm -hmm. record-wise. Today's game, when he is throwing under 30 passes, he is now 16-1. and yep. His only loss is against Michigan last year, mm -hmm. and he got hurt in that game. Yep. That was the game he hurt his ribs in. So, yeah, when he's efficient, it's usually when he's throwing less passes, right? Yep. That Illinois game where he threw five touchdowns, he threw less than 30 passes yep. in that game. So that is the brand. And when he stick to the brand, it works. Yep. But when you go, when you were down, when you were working from behind, you're asking Merck to do more. Yep. And that hasn't seemed to work for them. So that's why I would like to see him do it in one of these games. It's not going to happen. It's not going to. I need to, I need to tell myself that so I actually get it through my very thick skull that he's not going to throw the ball 30 times in one of these next two games. But I'd love to see it nonetheless. Chris Orr, Colin Russo, Alex Grove with you live from the Silver Eagle in Minota. Chris, we've got a few minutes. I'd like to reflect. Mm -hmm. You played at Lambeau Field six years ago today. Yeah. What was that like, man? I mean, it was an electric win, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and you had played, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you played at AT&T Stadium in high school, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you played in two of the best NFL stadiums before you even got to the NFL in yeah. Lambeau Field and AT&T Stadium. But mm -hmm. six years ago today, Wisconsin LSU mm -hmm. at Lambeau Field. What do you remember from that day? Man, I have, uh, I got bittersweet memories from that game, man, because uh, so it was an electric win. It was a big-time win for us. I remember going into that season and um, us having a little bit of buzz around us, you know, from the outside perspective at least. And um, everybody was picking us to lose to LSU. Yeah. They were supposed to be this juggernaut. Uh, Leonard Fournette just came off of like a monstrous year. And <laughs> it was like SEC versus Big Ten. Like, can the Big Ten stop this monstrous SEC running back? And, and we did, but uh, for myself personally, I had tore, I tore my ACL in that game. And it was like, my season was like six seconds that year because um, I was out there for punt, and then the very first defensive snap tore my ACL. Wow. And, and was done for the entire year. But that game, man, the, the electricity in that stadium, I think why it was so electric, different location. You know, we got a, a group of fans that probably couldn't typically come to a home game down in Madison. So I think that they were just louder, you know, had more energy. They were more excited. And um, I wish that we could do that more. Like, I wish that we could get a game in, in Milwaukee. I wish that we could play a game, one game in Madison, a game in Milwaukee, and a game in Green Bay, like, every year. Really? Yeah, I wish that, I wish that could happen for sure, without a doubt. Just to change up the fans a little yeah, bit? Yeah, just to change it up, man. Like, those games are electric. Like, they're electric because and, – and we're the – no, we're, we're the home state team. Like, we're the only power five. We're the only division, well, not division one, but the only um, division one single-A team, I want to say, in the state. Only football division one. Yeah, in only state. Football yeah division Milwaukee, one in the Green Bay, yeah. and Marquette don't have football yeah, teams. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And 
everybody roots for us. Like if you're if you're from Wisconsin, you're going for the Badgers. You know, you might not always go for the Packers, but you're going you're going to cheer for the Badgers. And you know, to be able to hit those different locations, I think is important. What about AT&T Stadium? What was it like playing there? Obviously, you're a Texas oh, yeah. guy playing there in a, in a high-level game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really just – your story's so neat, man. Like, uh, a <laughs> Texas kid, obviously the best high school football state in the country. Yeah. Uh, you got to play in AT&T Stadium. Mm-hmm. And then as a college kid, as, as bittersweet as it is, uh, unfortunate what happened injury-wise, yeah. but still a cool environment. Oh, yeah, for sure. R- which one was better? Obviously, uh, well – uh, Injury-wise, it doesn't help right. the Lambeau Field experience, yeah, but I imagine yeah, yeah. energy, atmosphere-wise. Mm. I hate to make you pick now, because let's remember what state you're in That's there, Chris. Tough. I know. That's tough. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could even choose one, man, because they were different. different like, yeah. They are different. Like for high school. So my last time playing in AT&T Stadium, like I played in there many times in high school. So. It was always exciting, but it was it was different. Like after I played in there once, like it didn't. It didn't really mean anything. Hey, Colin, anything that's how you know he was that. good. His team was good in high school football. <laughs> yeah. They were playing multiple times yeah. in AT&T oh, yeah. Stadium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, playing in Lambeau, like, it was so different because it felt like like we're representing the whole state. Yeah. Like, anybody from Wisconsin, anybody that had come through the program, we're representing them today, and we're not picked to win. Yeah. And it's in our backyard at the end of the day. Like, even though we're not in Madison, this is our backyard. This is our state. This is our field. And nobody thinks that we got a shot. So, ooh. Felt a little I, more I, I personal. I think I have to go yeah. with Lambo. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to have to go with Lambo. A little more personal sure. there, yeah. yeah, oh, Let, yeah let's oh, let's yeah. remember we are on the air, 94.5 <laughs> ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison. There you go. Good, good choice, Chris. Kyle, what were you doing six years ago? Oh, six years ago? I don't even know. I think I was in middle school or at the, the beginning stages <laughs> of my freshman year of high school. No, I was not playing at AT&T Stadium. I was not playing at Lambeau Field. I was dreaming about it. Didn't happen, you know. Before, so, sometimes the stars don't align, but you know this is how this goes sometimes. Before we get a break, though, Colin, what was your highest athletic achievement? My highest oh, athletic, yeah. individually or like amongst the team? Your choice. Oh, I don't know. I I, I had a couple like good game. Like I, I mean, my st- my basketball team, my junior year of high school, won a state championship. That was pretty okay. fun. Were you on varsity? I was. Yeah. Good for you. So, uh, Did that, you play? Uh, I I didn't play much that game. No, uh, if I remember correctly. No. <laughs> but uh, still, it was pretty cool. It was a long, it was a long season. But uh, um, and then my senior year, I had a couple good games of basketball individually. But other than that, like it's nothing. What are we, what are we sitting next to Chris Sawyer? What are we? Uh, <laughs> well, guys talking about going against Leonard Fournette and his LSU at Lambeau Field. We turned to me at a small Connecticut high school playing some basketball. I don't know. Like, what are we doing here? Hey, mama, hey, for the record, let's, let's compare. Let's compare and contrast, Chris. It's like, uh, I'm JV so freshman year. Uh, <laughs> my highest athletic achievement is what we're doing right now. Right, so, right, I mean, right. you're, you're already doing better than me, right, Colin. Right, right. Not that that's hard to be, but nonetheless. <laughs> uh, we will wrap up ESPN Wisconsin College game day next. Uh, Wisconsin wins tonight 38-0 over Illinois State. We want to get into the expanded college football playoff. Yeah. I've got opinions. I know Colin's got opinions. I know Chris has opinions. We'll get into it next as we wrap up a 38-0 season opening victory for the Wisconsin Badgers. It's ESPN Wisconsin College game day. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
ESPN Wisconsin College game day wrapping it up as the Wisconsin Badgers ranked 18th in the nation beat Illinois State tonight in the season opener a final of 38 to nothing 38 squat 38 not 38 zip you got any other words for zeros, folks? Do the synonyms here? Yeah, it? you got any more? I, I don't. Off the top, I don't. Zip. You got nothing to add? You already, you already did zip. You already I already did, did zip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chris, zip. Chris, any other synonyms for the word zero? Nada. Goose egg. Yeah, goose egg. Goose egg. Thirty-eight to goose egg. I love it. But something <laughs> that's never a goose egg. Zilch. There we go. Nicely done, Hunter. Uh, but something that's never a zilch. Zero. Nada. Nothing. The celebrations, entertainment, because it's everything, man. They knew how to throw a freaking party. Planning any event can be stressful and time-consuming, but the planning, production, and performance offered at Celebrations Entertainment is the best in the business. They have award-winning DJs, photo booths, MCs, and the benefit auctioneer that will be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories. To have your guests say it was the best party ever, visit CelebrationsEntertainment.com. That's CelebrationsEntertainment.com. So yesterday, the College Football Playoff Committee voted to expand the college football playoff from four teams to 12 teams as soon as 2024 but at the latest 2026 i've got some mixed feelings on it but we will start with the former player chris Orr. your thoughts on expanding the college football playoff from four to 12 teams i, I like the expansion I don't like the, the structure of it. I don't like that the top four seeds get a home buy. games and home I do games. I right? like that. I like the home games. You I do like that a home for the games, first that's few big. rounds. That turns yeah. it. Yeah. I think that until you get to the final four, it should be all home games. But I don't like the structure, and I also don't like that. Man, I hate the ranking system. I think that, especially now that you have twelve, you take the five power five champions and you put them in. You get an automatic bid if you win your conference. You take the five group of five champions and you give them an automatic bid, or really? you take the five best group of five uh, conferences and you give them an automatic bid and then you get two independents. That's hmm. how you do it? That's how I would do it. Because the issue of ranking is, is too bad to me because people aren't weighing like, for instance, like Cincinnati or UCF, they go undefeated. People are like, oh, well, that's not as good as Alabama, right? Yeah, Alabama, if they went 10 and 2, and it's like, how can you even say that? Like, they're, they they're haven't undefeated. Lost. They can yeah. only play what's in front exactly. of them. Exactly. That's exactly. my biggest gripe with exactly. it as well. UCF should have been exactly. in a couple of years back. So, to me, the answer is you take the champions. Interesting. Colin? And the reason I like it is because the current expansion is a mix of both. Mm -hmm. They have the six auto bids for the six conference, the six biggest, or well, highest ranked, I should say, mm -hmm. uh, conference champions. So that, mm -hmm. at least you're going to get like probably the five power fives. Mm -hmm. And also what I think, what I like about it is it keeps, at least what I think, it'll keep Oregon and Washington away from the Big Ten. Because yep. you know there was a little bit of rumors about them joining mm -hmm. up. I think Oregon and Washington will be happy if they're in the Pac-12 or in USC for that, I mean, well, the USC is going to be with us. Those teams will win the Pac-12, be a higher-ranked team, and get an auto bid to yep. the College Football Playoff rather than going eight and four in the uh, Big Ten and potentially not getting a bid. It kind of yep. keeps the conferences in different spots. Yep. I don't want super conferences. I think it helps that way. Yep. We only we only got about two minutes, but I do I do want to say this. I am a fan of the exclusivity, but I'm not a fan of how it's been done before. I yep. just mentioned UCF a couple years ago. You can only play who's ahead of you. Yep. If you're undefeated. You should be in. Yeah. No questions asked. I don't know if 12 is the number. Mm -hmm. It's beneficial, though, for the University of Wisconsin mm -hmm. because Wisconsin is not a top-four team in the country. I don't know that we'll ever see them be a top-four team in the country, especially with Ohio State playing at the level he is. Chris just gave me such a side eye. It's <laughs> unbelievable. If you were across the bar, Chris, I could have felt that uh, that <laughs> glare you just gave me. I know, I know how passionate you are about UW, but look, Ohio State is another level, especially this year. 
I understand the exclusivity factor, but I don't know if 12 is the number. I think eight's probably the number, and that and that eliminates the buys, uh, yeah. which which you have a problem. I like it. I, I I think I'll like it even more when I see it in action. Mm -hmm. But I like the exclusivity factor of four because we went from two in the BCS National mm -hmm. Championship game to four. We doubled it. And in these semifinals we've been offered so far, we have yet to have a really, really good game. Yeah. Right? And we've been doing this five, six years now. So when we go to 12 in a couple of years, gonna get a couple bad games. we're going to have two weeks in a row with trash games. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The, 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 the level of competitive balance is going to be so wide. But that's all the time we have to have that discussion. I'm sure we'll have plenty more of it the rest of the season. Chris Orr, appreciate you coming by, my man. Thank I know you, your, man. your day's Thank been insane, you. so I appreciate oh, yeah. you popping by and hanging out with us. Colin, great job. Appreciate your insight as much as you like to poke my buttons. Nice job tonight. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate the uh, you being a good sport about it, which is nice. <laughs> uh, I thought I was really going to piss you off a little bit. You kind of you roll with the Well, just wait until the Badgers lose. Then yeah, we'll really wait, get Wait until it gets a little dicey uh, in here. Then it's going to get a little hot. That'll do it for tonight's edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We've got national programming coming up.